so let's get to our next story. For our next story, we're continuing our big tech talk. Uh, we are going to chat a little bit about Microsoft and more broadly about the operating system war that continues on. There's a very mm -hmm. clear winner still, but mm -hmm. we might be seeing some slight shifts in that dominance. So the major PC OSs are constantly fighting for that market dominance, but there are some recent shakeups worth noting. Microsoft overall has seen growth in Windows 10 usage over the last several years. It was recently reported in a blog post by their chief product officer for Windows and devices that the company saw a 75% year-over-year increase in time spent in Windows 10 which could be interpreted as people are turning to their PCs in general, and then during this lockdown and during quarantine and the pandemic, even more so turning to their PCs over their smartphone or tablet. Uh, and that adds up to uh, 4 trillion user minutes, which is nuts. That's mm -hmm. a lot of time. That's a lot of time. Yeah. Um, so this growth plus the COVID-19 pandemic is actually pushing Microsoft to launch its newest Microsoft 10X operating mm -hmm. system uh, ahead of schedule for its existing single-screen devices. Uh, Microsoft 10X is an upcoming operating system that's meant to run on dual-screen hardware like the Surface Neo, and it's mm -hmm. supposed to create some, um, some nice integrations, upgrade uh, the user experience and the user interface, um, and it's supposed to offer, you know, some multitasking capabilities with those dual screens that a regular Windows 10 wouldn't offer. Um, the upcoming dual screen hardware uh, is things like the Surface Neo that would benefit from this. However, most likely due to illnesses and general supply chain disruption, Microsoft is now retooling 10X for its existing devices, which will enable... Uh, single-screen Microsoft devices to have that new user mm. experience, that new UX, that new kind of modernized look. I think they're going right. to be more minimal and more accessible because there's been some complaints about Microsoft 10's interface. Um, mm -hmm. And then some new container app technology, which I'm not totally well-versed on. Uh, so, you know, maybe we'll do a follow-up on that. Um, but there's no actual timeline on when 10X comes to single-screen laptops or tablets, and there's also no timeline on when dual-screen devices launch uh, with 10x in the first place. So we're seeing some retooling and some growth from Microsoft. However, and a big however, even though Windows 10 has been gaining users and has been gaining users time, especially after cutting life support off of Windows 7, which is uh, no longer getting updates, this April of 2020 saw an overall loss in market share for the Windows operating system, while mm. Ubuntu and Mac OS saw their numbers increase, which is very mm. interesting. So this data comes from a net market share analysis. They're a company that uh, pulls data uh, from uh, basically a variety of, of online devices accessing certain sites uh, to build its sample size. And mm -hmm. it, you know, it's not 100% accurate, but it is, I think, the closest representation we have to um, how much market share these products have. So yeah. um, Windows 10 saw a drop from 57.34% in March mm -hmm. to 56.08%. Mm -hmm. So an over 1% mm -hmm. drop from March to April for Windows 10. Um, Apple's Mac OS 10.15, which is better known as uh, 
Catalina, Mac mm-hmm. OS Catalina, it saw an increase in market share from 3.41% to 4.15%. So mm-hmm. uh, little over a half a percentage point there, closer to about 75 or uh, 0.75%. Uh, and then more, more surprisingly, in my opinion, was Linux's OS Ubuntu, which mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people might not even be familiar with, but it's often the third player in the OS sphere. It's um, well regarded by um, folks crafting their own computers and mm-hmm. uh, people, you know, very interested in the hardware software side of computers often are, you know, uh, sympathetic to Ubuntu, even though it doesn't have a lot of market share. However, it's right. a, a huge increase. Uh, its market share went from 0.27% in March to 1.89% in April. That's over a yeah. 1.5% increase, biggest increase uh, of the three. Uh, mm-hmm. So when we compare this uh, to the operating systems out there, I mean, Windows numbers are still staggeringly high. No right. one comes close to their over 50% market share. I mean, even Mac is sitting in the single digits. So right. things don't look great uh, for anyone really getting close to Windows 10 or Windows in general. Uh, however, right. uh, Catalina has now surpassed Windows 8 as the third most used OS behind windows 7 and windows 10 so windows had the actual os dominance in the top three and now catalina is inching into that top three uh Mm -hmm. so you know some of the takeaways from this are the why like why is this happening in the first place um Mm -hmm. an article i read threw out the potential that maybe this is because since covid19 is closing so many offices um windows has been sort of the enterprise solution for most businesses. So less yep. people going into work means less people using Windows computers, which means less people using Windows. And maybe more people have uh, Ubuntu and more likely Mac as their personal PCs at home that they're now using as their work computers. So uh, that could be a real reason why we saw these changes in market share. Um, but yeah, what are your thoughts, Taylor? Yeah, I mean, I, I think exactly like you just said, um, I've, I've got a little bit of, of good insight, I think, into this question, just because I use all three of those operating systems. Um, oh, and love for, for kind of Yeah, for some different reasons, too. And, and like you said, absolutely, there's no doubt in the world that Microsoft um, and Windows has the enterprise solutions, um, you know, locked um, that, you know, every office that you're going to go into and every kind of organization is nine times out of 10 going to be running. Um you know, with a Windows platform. So I think that as now, you know, we've shifted to a work from home solution um, and we saw a rise in, you know, I, I think you said a little bit over 1.5% on uh, uh, Linux and almost, you know, a roughly 2% drop. And, and, and granted, we want to uh, make sure that we're pointing out that we're talking about market share here and not revenue. Um, you, you see a, a very good correlation with the amount of people who are using more of Linux and maybe even more o, uh, Apple OS. Um, and I think that we're seeing this shift because just like you said, we're, we're working from home now. Linux actually is a, uh, a choice for safer and secure um, 
type of, of uh, operating system that allows for a lot of you know advanced features and things of that nature while keeping it very uh, secure and open sourced and um, things that uh, you know some of the other operating systems don't have but it's not as flashy it's not as user friendly things of that nature so I think a lot of companies who have maybe switched to needing to use remote machines for instance you know we uh, we here at market scale use a um, a lot of our machine and computing power there at the office but we can run them from our machines here at home so now you might have you know your um, Apple computer and iMac you know running your PC at work um, so I, I think we're now seeing a lot of these uh, cross usage and then um, and and ultimately too yes uh, Apple their operating system is tied to their hardware. So if you want to run Apple operating system OS, um, nine times out of 10, you need to have an Apple device. You know, you need to have that, that MacBook or an iMac or a Mac itself or an iPhone. So, um, there are a lot of, I think, different use cases for a Windows operating system that is open source. You're, you're able to, to run that and boot that up on, on many devices, Apple devices, even if you're, uh, you know, kind of know what you're doing there. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, I, I, I think it's clear why there's a winner. Um, I do think that, you know, we're just seeing a big overlap in the fact that, you know, people now have, you know, an, an iPad and then a home PC and then maybe, you know, a, um, an Xbox or something. And then mm -hmm. those might all be running simultaneously now, um, throughout the day when, uh, everybody was just at work working on their PCs. So, um, I think we're just seeing a lot more mixed usage. Um, and, and, uh, I think Linux is really posed to, to kind of be maybe a little more trusted of a secure solution to, to make sure that some of the enterprise level, um, you know, remote computing can, can run smoothly without any sort of, you know, security issues. Do you feel like Ubuntu has an actual dominant future at all? Uh, um, or is it going to continue to just be a solid third player indefinitely? I, I, I think so. Um, I, I think it the, will the be ladder? a solid. Yeah, yeah. the latter. I, I think it will be that, that kind of third party or that, that third player there. Um, however, though, it's, uh, it's like I said, and, and I think you put it best. I mean, it's widely coveted by people in tech, you know, the, the people who, um, you know, might be uh, one skeptical of how they're using their machines, you know, on a, uh, you know, security level, uh, people who might be um, a little more protective or just have higher needs for an operating system, you know, will use Linux. It's, it's not, uh, you, you wouldn't need it just to, you know, pull up some YouTube videos or things like that. But it's, uh, you know, if, if you need to have a little bit more of a robust uh, control over some of the, the input and output of your operating system onto the web, you know, into your machine, things of that nature. Um, you know, Linux is great for that. So, you know, we, we might see a big boost in it as people now, you know, we, we work from home, you know, our computers are more than ever are conduits into the world. So I think people are going to be a little more um, decisive on, on what they're using rather than just saying, okay, here's the piece of you know software or here's the operating system that everyone's using. Let's just run with that. So um, I, 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 I'm sure that we'll see some growth there, but yeah, I don't, I don't see the top two shifting. Um, yeah, actually at all. And, and I don't see them even flopping, you know, Apple and, and um, Microsoft's uh, Windows 
if Apple doesn't step away from being able to only run their, their operating system on their hardware. And my only other final takeaway from this is that I wonder what the long-term impact of uh, this market share shift will be. Uh, like you said, nothing seems to be challenging the 50% to Windows. Um, but, you know, all, uh, all major market dominant forces eventually shift around and that Mm -hmm. could just be because the technology evolves in a way where Microsoft forgets (laughs) to, uh, catch up and then they get left Mm -hmm. behind. Uh, so, you know, markets dominance is not forever, uh, in the short term, it seems like it is. Uh, but long-term, it might not be. And I think the biggest change for this is going to be the shift in the mobile workforce. I wonder mm-hmm. how much post-pandemic we're still going to see a mobile workforce and what devices do we end up using to support that mobile workforce. Right, right. now, uh, you know, Windows has a nice array of tablets uh, that have a mm-hmm. lot of processing and computing power, and people uh, are definitely flocking to them. Um, I wonder what the... Uh, the market share looks like between the major tablets, the iPad and the, the notes and the uh, galaxy tablets. But, um, you know, Microsoft really still is the dominant enterprise computer force. Mm -hmm. And that isn't being shaken at all. But I do think if anything was going to shake it uh, permanently, it would be something Mm -hmm. like a pandemic shifting the entire <laughs> dynamics of the workforce. So right, we'll see how right. this plays out. But you know there could be some long-term ramifications, uh, and I, I think their market dominance, uh, you know, is is still insulated, but it might not be forever. Yeah. That, those are my final thoughts on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B two B morning radio show. Tune in Wednesdays and Fridays at 9 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com slash industries. 